Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Scoop B Radio. You're listening to The Second Level on SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, with way more than the scores, here's Aton Shander. Day two of free agency, and uh, we're all waiting for the big domino to drop, even though it felt like that was going to be one of the first ones to fall. And that, of course, is Kawhi Leonard. Where's he going? Where's he going? And we've got some other news that came out, some news that broke later in the day on Monday, and that's the Heat and Celtics plan to meet with DeMarcus Cousins, broken, of course, by our next guest, Brandon Robinson, Scoop B, at Scoop B on Twitter. All over the NBA world and beyond, so we appreciate Scoop B's time. Aton Shander, SB Nation Radio. All right, let's start with your report. What's the latest that you can tell us about Boogie? Well, there's a lot of teams that are interested, but it's a matter of money. Um, even before I was discussing the, the uh, Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics as suitors, you know, the Boston Celtics did go ahead and sign uh, Inez Cantor uh, from the Portland Trailblazers, and you know the. the Portland's trying to go with, or excuse me, rather the, the Boston Celtics are trying to go big, but trying to go cheaply big. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at the uh, situation with Boogie, I know Boogie, for example, was looking for a max contract and a way to kind of recoup what he missed last season, signing a mid-level $5.3 million with the Golden State Warriors. But the pickings are kind of a little slim. Uh, I know that the Lakers had interest. I know that the New York Knicks had interest on a, on a deal, but a lot of people don't want to go to the New York Knicks. And of course, this was even before the news of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving going to the Brooklyn Nets. Just the Knicks is not a, de- a preferred destination for many players. So, I mean, I look at the Miami Heat as a situation that will kind of revitalize Boogie in a sense because something about South Beach is something in the water. But <laughs> playing alongside Jimmy Butler is not not a, a bad thing to do. Uh, time I think that Boogie being up under Pat Riley, a guy who has looked at and coveted uh, Boogie for a while, may be a good fit. You know, it's something about the weather, the beaches, the women, the nightlife. It's Miami adds, what, like 10 years, right? Or, or takes 10 years, I should say, off your life. It's it's crazy. What what happens to the Heat? You know, here you come, Jimmy Butler now on that team. I don't know if that ends any discussion about how much they're really pursuing 
Bradley Beal still, but what happens to the Heat if they're able to land Boogie? Where do you kind of view them in the Eastern Conference of a bunch of teams that made some moves? Well, the Miami Heat, to me, have been kind of like this quiet team that still finds a way to make it to the playoffs or at least compete uh, to get the seventh or eighth seed. You kind of get tired of that. You know, you look at Dwayne Wade, he found his way back to Miami. Uh, You know, Josh Richardson was a guy that was looked around as trade bait before Jimmy Butler was ultimately traded to the Philadelphia 76ers, a city you know well. Um, but I think that, you know, number one, Miami got a redo in getting Jimmy. Jimmy really wanted to go there, despite what his yearbook saying he'd never play for the Miami Heat, I'm um, uh, But when you, when you look at DeMarcus Cousins specifically, um, I think he adds length. He adds the ability to do well. I mean, this is a guy two seasons ago that was averaging almost a triple-double and goes down with that injury playing for the New Orleans Pelicans. So I, I expect someone like him to find new life. I expect someone like him to, to, to kind of – learn or at least be in a situation where he did learn in Golden State. I mean, I talked to Bookie last summer, right after he signed with the Golden State Warriors, and he talked about just how much on a new level he was. He told me how much he was excited to play for the Warriors. Um, he compared the Warriors to play, though, whatever you want them. You can mold them into whatever you wanted them to be, That the, the five starters at the time. Of course, Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, uh, the Marcus, uh, as well, as well as um, Draymond Green. But, you know, that Warrior situation is kind of um, not what it was maybe even a month ago. So he needs to be in a situation where he can do well, you know, because the Warriors brought in D'Angelo Russell. So, you know, you look at the Miami Heat, um, I, I like them as a formidable team. Um, I like them under Jimmy, and I think the Marcus can kind of play his game. But the other thing is some people doubt his, his ability after that Achilles injury and tearing his quad. Sometimes when I look at him, it makes it feel like I'm watching Chris Webber towards the end when he was playing for the Pistons and the Philadelphia 76ers. I'd like to take that stigma from him. I'd like to see him do well in Miami under Eric Spolstra and playing alongside Jimmy Butler. Man, being in Philly, I don't wish that upon any fan base, the, the Weber Sixers era. But <laughs> I, I know what you mean, Brandon Robinson, Scoop B, joining us, of course, on Twitter, at Scoop B, Aton Shander, SB Nation Radio. All right, man, where's he going? I know you know. Where is Kawhi Leonard going? <laughs> I know you know, Scoop. <laughs> well, this is what I'll say. Um, I got a call Sunday afternoon um, with one of my OGs in the industry um, who basically shared with me that you know there was heavy interest. And it's crazy because I wrote that in an article, and everybody's going with that now, either in a tweet or in an article. I think it's 6040 L.A. Um, I know that I spoke to someone last night who um, is in Kawhi Leonard's camp who said, obviously, they were meeting on Monday to kind of iron out some things. I have heard the Clippers are out. I know Chris Broussard uh, reported that. But I know that they are really trying to sell him on this legacy, almost the James Worthy to, you know, LeBron's Magic and and, and, and AD's Kareem. I think they, those guys need to be their own guys. But I do like Kawhi Leonard with the Los Angeles Lakers just as a fit. Now, if that does not happen, I do think it's a plausible argument with the Toronto Raptors, particularly because Marcus Hall is returning, um, that they could defend. But the only problem with that is, the NBA's Eastern Conference has gotten that much better. Actually, I think Kawhi being in L.A. actually takes wear and tear off it. You look at yep. the Clippers, they're still going to be wear and tear. The Lakers, I won't say it's an easy street, but it, it, tears, it takes wear and tear off you. Yeah, I would think that's a great point, and, and I would stretch it, I think, this way, whereas I guess the view is LeBron can kind of coast because you've got A.D. and Kawhi out there, but if done properly – 
you could rotate throughout the regular season where LeBron's off a night, Kawhi's off a night. Kawhi shouldn't have to be asked to come in there and play 80 games next year to lead the Lakers to a three seed, right? Yeah, man. I, I think when you look at the Lakers even this season, going up until Christmas, um, before LeBron's injury uh, that, that that derailed their career, they were between a six and an eight seed. Um, and, and you know, I ran into a Lakers assistant in February who shared with me. They said, "Hey, man, we're trying to get the seventh because we don't want to go against the Warriors in the playoffs." And even without LeBron, they were still kind of competing, but but they, 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 they their foot got off the pedal. Um, I don't think that'll be the case this season, particularly because, I mean. You have a new head coach in Frank Vogel. You have Jason Kidd as an assistant. And more than anything else, you've added Anthony Davis. And you have a healthy LeBron who has something to prove. I mean, legitimately, you were looking at a Western Conference, potential Western Conference finals um, with LeBron James and Steph Curry if, you know, LeBron wasn't hurt. But you know what they say, should have, could have, would have, if, if. If my mom was my uncle, she'd be what? I don't know. So I think at the end of the day, um, should have, could have, would have, doesn't matter this season. This is perceived to be a down year uh, for the for the Warriors, which you know before D'Angelo Russell, that was a plausible argument. Um, you know, but the, I think that the, the, the Portland Trailblazers are going to also be a competitive team, um, particularly because you added Hassan Whiteside, who, who, who's going to spell Yusuf Nurkic, and then you you know you also uh, I think Zach Collins is going to step it up on the Portland Trailblazers side, and you you know Damian Lillard to a bit. Bigger extension, so I think the Blazers are going to come out swinging. I think they're going to be the Lakers' competition, uh, but but I think that this is a situation where the Lakers can win. I'm not ready to give them the crown though, because we did that for the Warriors last season when they added Bookie Bookie, Bookie Cousins, and you saw what ended up happening. All right, I, I have a question before we get to the Western Conference, and you open up the door as far as the competition for the Lakers. Brandon Robinson, Scoopy at Scoopy, Scoopy dot com as well. Aton Chandler, Respiration Radio. Outside of the idea of, I guess, running it back in the East, but even to your point about the East being heavier now than it was when Kawhi Leonard and company won that championship in Toronto a couple of weeks ago. Outside of that, is money a factor? Because you know Kawhi is, I would think, an impossible person to read. But what would be the other motivating factor that Kawhi would stay in Toronto outside of at least the perceived path of least resistance? I think money and, and brand and social capital. Um, I, I was on 670 to score uh, in Chicago back in April. I did a press run. And I discussed how this chapter for LeBron is his next chapter, almost like his Dwayne Wade moment when LeBron came to Miami back in 2010. And so I feel like the moment is being sold to Kawhi that he could come in in the same situation. And now LeBron kind of takes a step back and defers the same way that, you know, uh, Wade did for him in his second year in Miami when they went to the championship and won. I think that for Kawhi Leonard, um, I Reduker on my podcast, Scoopy Radio Podcast. You guys can subscribe to the Scoopy Radio Podcast everywhere. But Reduker told me he felt like even if the Toronto Raptors won, and this was like in March and April, um, that you know Kawhi Leonard would still not come back. Um, I think that um, I, I don't. I, I think that when you look at Kawhi Leonard, I think the wear and tear on it, or lack of wear and tear on his body and his ability to you know to to be him in LA is appealing. Um, but I think that he is in a comfortable situation where he can continue to be him and it's not foreign. Um, I think Toronto was comfortable. And I also think in Toronto, um, he found a way to prove a lot of people wrong the same way LeBron is going to have to do this year coming off an injury. I mean, seriously, when you look at Kawhi Leonard and what he was able to do in Toronto, 
Um, it was impressive because he came from a systems situation where he was almost like in a college situation in the Greg Popovich in San Antonio. Went into Toronto um, and really became that guy in a, in a, in a LeBron KD sort of way. That's not easy to transform and do in one year. The only only team that impressed me like the way Kawhi was able to do it in Toronto was kind of like when when um, Allen and, and Garnett came to Boston with Pierce in their first year and won the whole thing. I mean, I think people, yeah, yeah. as much as people are talking about Kawhi going to L.A., I don't think we've grasped the notion that in one year he was able to go from San Antonio to another country to win a championship in Toronto and now he's talking free agency. Like, he hasn't even had time to catch his breath, and he's talking about free agency. But that's why I think he's taking his time. He's went from San Antonio to Toronto and to potentially L.A. And so when you sit back and you sit and you think, Toronto was familiar, like I said. You asked me, you know, we want him to stay there and, 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 and continue to do what he needs to do to protect the crown. Yeah. I think familiarity and knowing what you, what you went to war with. L.A. is still unfamiliar, despite the fact you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Uh, I have a question, Scoop, about the overall landscape based off of the last, what, free agency beginning couple of days, the draft as well. Which team has a better shot, in your opinion, to win their respective conferences or conference, pardon me? Would it be the Pacers in the East or the Jazz in the West? Hmm. Uh, I like the Jazz. I like that I like response. the Jazz. <laughs> I like the Jazz. Um, in addition to me being senior writer at Basketball Society and a contributor to Heavy.com, I wrote a piece at Heavy.com. You guys can check that out, uh, where I examine the belief, of course, things have changed, but Tobias Harris trying to make a move to the Utah Jazz. Yeah. When you look at the Utah Jazz, um, you look at what they've done in the offseason. you got my, you got Conley. Um, you, you already had Rudy Gobert, the NBA's reigning defensive player of the year. You, you, you have Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's story in, in Utah reminds me so much of Dwayne Wade when he came to Miami. I know this is like a Miami podcast. And it's crazy. But, <laughs> no, um, we'll, we'll send it down there. That's fine. It'll, it'll run somewhere <laughs> in Florida. We promise. But when you, when, you look at, when you look at what Donovan Mitchell did yeah. um, in Utah, it reminds me a lot of Wade in his rookie year. Everybody was paying attention to Wade um, and, and his, his 2003 draft class, obviously LeBron, Carmelo, and even you know, Darko Milicic. But I remember watching you know, playoff broadcasts and hearing announcers saying, man, if they just get this one, announce- if they just get this one big man or this one, one player to change the game, you know, Wade will be great. You know, that year they had Lamar Odom, they had Karan Butler and more. What did they do? They went in and got Shaq. And Shaq changed the game for Wade. I feel like Donovan Mitchell in Utah is, is, has had the, the reps that Wade had in Miami. Wade hit that game winner against the Pelicans, or I think they were the Hornets at that time. You know, you've, hit, you've seen Donovan Mitchell compete the last couple of years in the NBA playoffs, runner-up for rookie of the year. When you look at Mitchell and you look at Wade, the comparison is there, and the groundwork is there for Mitchell to do some things that are special under Quinn Snyder. And I expect Utah to make some moves. Listen, Indiana, they did their thing in the playoffs. Um, with, with, without Victor Oladipo. Uh, hopefully he comes back and, and he makes moves. But, you know, really and truly, I've just been impressed with the, with the progression of the Utah Jazz over the last couple of years. Donovan Mitchell is a, is a class guy, and I, can, I will continue to see he and Rudy Gobert do well. Um, and, yeah, I like that way comparison to Donovan Mitchell. Awesome stuff, brother. I appreciate you, as always. You're everywhere, so I don't want to miss it. It's at Scoopy on Twitter, <laughs> Scoopy.com, Basketball Society, 
Heavy, you mentioned as well, the, the podcast, Scoopy Radio. Scoopy Radio, 3.5 okay. million streams last year. Uh, Look at that. 3.5 million streams. We had anybody from the voice of Siri, Mark Cuban, Jamal Crawford, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, million different people. But you can subscribe to the Scoopy Radio podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitch App, or simply by visiting ScoopBRadio.com. Follow me on Instagram and Snapchat as well at Scoop underscore B. Anything else? No books coming out yet, man? You know, are you designing a new game for EA or something? I am on NBA 2K. I'm I know. That's what I'm role. saying. Like anything new, you know, you, you branch it off? <laughs> Listen, man, a closed mouth doesn't get fed, and, 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 and people are paying attention. So, I love you, it. You know? Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Scoop B Radio. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.